0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and I am joined by two wonderful co-hosts, Alfonso and Ben. Say hello, my friends. Hello, hello. Oh, it's so good to hear your nice, happy voices. Yeah. We didn't record last <laughs> week because somebody made a bunch of excuses as to why they didn't watch the anime. Wow, way to beat me, <laughs> Mr. Gary. I didn't say anybody's name. You threw yourself out there wrong with you?
1: You know exactly who you was talking about.
0: <laughs> they it. The listeners yeah. didn't know. <laughs> well, now they do. Because of you, Alfonso. Now yeah. that you've told everybody that you didn't watch the anime, um, <laughs> you got to watch it finally. Yeah. And this is why we're recording this week. Yeah. But how have you been? How was this week compared to last week?
1: A lot easier. Knowing that I didn't have to move, all that moving process is over. over. Um, again, thank you, Ben, for giving me a chance. Like, that anime no, was, was so good that I watched at least 12 episodes that after we finished recording the first podcast. That's how good that anime it was. is. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I thought I was not going to finish it, but by the time it came to Wednesday, I was already done. I was like, no, I need more episodes.
2: I did feel like there was a little bit in the middle where it was a bit dra- bit draggy, but then it got back right yeah. back up again.
1: Yeah, but so good. We'll 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 talk about it. Yeah. Other than that, the other animes, uh, Doctor Stone, um, Promised Land, this is getting better and better each episode. So yeah, anime is good. Week is good.
0: Anime is good. Ben, how have you been?
2: Not bad, thank you. As I said, I really enjoyed that anime, and we can't wait till we talk about it. There's been new Dragon Ball stuff this week as well, which was fun. Um, yes, so. yes, yes. I, I well, can't wait to talk is... about more Dragon Ball.
0: Uh, it has been. I think it's already past Saiyan Day happened. Yeah. Celebration of Saiyans. Fictional characters, so let's have, you know, <laughs> a day of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't Go-fi see day. it. I, I don't <laughs> see a Naruto day or, you know, a One Piece day. But <laughs> well, we have a Saiyan Day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'll take it. Yeah. But with that, we've got a bunch of Dragon Ball stuff. Let's start yeah. with Super Dragon Ball Heroes.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the mobile games. Being like, The fact that Dragon Ball Doken Battle got Broly for saying day.
0: Well, we will. I'll get to it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> but Dragon Ball Heroes, we um, pick up with the new saga beginning. I, I feel like none of these sagas have a resolution. They just no. kick off on the next
3: one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I
0: don't think... Yeah. Since we started watching this as I started, there hasn't been an ending no. to any of the sagas. They just can go on to the next one. Yeah. Um, but we begin where we left off somewhat in the last episode, where Goku finds himself on a mysterious, different version of Earth. It's all weird and colored. West City, yes. Yeah, West City. Um, but we pick up with not Goku masked Saiyan um, looking around. And he hears explosions, and he starts running. Mm-hmm. We're not him. We cut to Goku running, and he's being chased by two Frieza ships. Mm-hmm. Frieza special or Frieza forces.
3: Yeah. They
0: can keep up with him. I don't know why he's running instead of flying, but he's running. Yeah. Too,
3: too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just running nonchalantly, dodging laser beams. These ships can keep up with his super speed, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and he can't be asked to turn around and blow them up either.
0: Nope. Uh, and then out of nowhere, Trunks and the Kai of Time reach out to him. And they're like, yeah. hey, you're in a world created by Fu. Mm-hmm. And all the destruction that's happening in that world is being mirrored in the real world. So all the buildings being destroyed are miraculously just <laughs> getting destroyed in the real world.
1: Um, Also, um, it can't replicate real people. Well, living things, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I must have missed that part. Um, We see uh, Goten and Gohan beat up, as always, because that's (laughs) how good Goku's kids are. (laughs) Being treated. Um, But Goku finally decides, oh, that's happening. Like, Who cares about the people living in this world? I only care about the people living in my world. He finally decides to fly. Mm-hmm. So he takes off and the ships can't keep up with him. So out comes Frieza and Metal Cooler. Mm-hmm. And they chase him. And they fly out to the middle of nowhere. And they start beating the shit out of Goku. And then out of nowhere, a bunch of cubes start falling and some gravity attacks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hit Frieza and Cooler. And we see that it's Hearts. And we find out that Hearts was essentially rescued by Demigra. Mm. Um, And he's trying to destroy Fu and stop Fu from whatever he's doing. Um, Goku's reluctant to team up with him. But he's like, okay, I'll do it for now. But if you do anything evil, I'm going to kill you. Not something you should say in your state because you're obviously beat up. Um, we still have no idea where Vegeta is, because they refused. But now they're not.
2: Yeah, Vegeta, where are um... you?
0: <laughs> is but Vegeta
2: then, Vegeta bang in alternate universe, Bulma.
0: <laughs> Seriously, probably. <laughs> <laughs> alternate universe, Bulma, perfection. Um, but then, Frieza and Metal Cooler reappear, and they're golden now. Uh, so we're finally back to Golden Metal Cooler, and Yay. we find out from Hards that he got his ass kicked by Cumber, which I don't remember happening.
3: We did the <laughs> yeah. shit out of
0: Cumber, and he just overheated, so he took off. <laughs> so unless yeah. I missed something, <laughs> which I don't think I did, uh, according to Hards, <laughs> Golden Metal Cooler lost to Cumber. Uh, so he starts fighting him. Golden Frieza starts fighting Goku. Goku's too weak. Uh, Golden Frieza creates a giant ball of energy throws it at Goku, and Goku goes Ultra Instinct, which Golden Frieza knows everything about. He's like, oh, (laughs) you're trying to do it, but you can't, can you? Uh, Well, he did. Um, He kicks Frieza in the face one time, punches him a whole bunch of times, but because Frieza is essentially a damage absorbing pad, uh, he kind of just brushes it off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goku then loses his Ultra Instinct just as quickly as he got it. and then out of nowhere, the red evil Dragon Balls uh, hit Frieza and Golden Metal Cooler in the chest. And they become possessed. And then we see uh, Not Goku, messed Saiyan, telling them that their power is now all beefed up and that they're essentially working for him now. That was the end of the episode. Yeah. I didn't mind this episode. Mostly because my boy, the Golden God, was there. And um,
2: also his brother, Cooler.
0: And his brother, Golden Metal Cooper, who is apparently weak again. We just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Happened off-screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben, let's start with you. Your thoughts on this new saga and what this means for I whatever mean, the hell happens going forward.
2: <laughs> it was weird that Goku was just running, but I did like the fact that they're using the area from Xenoverse for the Kai world, in supreme Kai of time. Uh, the uh, heart spear back is cool, I guess. And I like seeing Golden Metal Cooler because I think he looks cool. <laughs> uh, it was a good episode.
0: Yeah. You know, Golden Metal Cooler doesn't look like Metal Cooler to me. He looks like he just has body armor on. <laughs> yeah, he looks like, like his, his design vital. is very different than Metal Cooler's yeah. design.
1: He looks like <laughs> yeah. his final form without the, you know, that that headpiece that he had when he was yeah. in the his movie,
2: yeah. so. with his massive shoulder pads.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah, and of course, not Goku is is back. And it'd be interesting to see if there's a reason why only one of his eyes are visible. Cause I Mas- guess.
0: If, if you think that's what's interesting,
2: I don't know. <laughs> well, no. it is, is, his, is his body half damaged because it's a version of him after Motsumasu.
0: Unless it is Amazu.
2: Mm.
0: Unless it's Goku Black. Could be. I mean, we'll it, find it's,
2: out. It's Goku Black. It's clearly <laughs> Goku Black. It's either Goku Black or Bardot Black. Bardock Black,
0: oh, <laughs> Alfonso, this is your favorite version of Dragon Ball. So tell us. Um,
1: um hell no, no, no. <laughs> but I have to acknowledge it because it's still Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, like you, the the whole Goku running that just make no sense. Like you could have been flight off. Like, um, I'm curious to see what this whole new universe is going to happen because Chance did kind of say are oh, they're connected in somehow, in some way. So. Uh, we need to know more information about that. Um my highlight of this this episode is the brothers because from what we know in the past, they can't stand each other. Kula's cool in one one part of the you know the universe and freezing in the other part, they do their own thing. And like so to see them team up because they have a hatred for Goku, I like that because I mean they cause Goku they Goku caused them so much trouble over the over the years. So see them team up, yeah, it, it was nice. Um, still curious how Akula got this damn golden power. (laughs) It's like that was never really exciting. Heroes, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, but um, as for hearts, yeah, why uh, Demiurgar released him from hell, I I don't know. Like, out of everybody, you choose hearts, I I don't get it.
0: Uh, I still don't even know what the hell hearts is in all, (laughs) honesty
1: I don't remember him
0: in anything,
1: yeah, true. (laughs) True, I, I don't either, so um, I, I, I still feel he has a bigger goal than what he's leading on. But overall, it, it was a good episode. Uh...
0: So yeah, that was Dragon Ball Heroes. Mm-hmm. Ben, since you brought it up, let's talk about it. Duncan Battle is celebrating Saiyan Day with a brand new Brawly unit. A new confess Brawley, which is from the original Brawley movie, um, Legendary yeah. Super Saiyan. Um, very disappointed in his art. I thought his first art was infinitely better than what we got <laughs> with this True Ultra Rare. Um,
2: yeah, the first art is the best.
0: <laughs> it's so good. Like, I hate it when they ruin good art for nothing. Um, it's not the first card to do it, it definitely won't be the last. But this Brawley is one of the few brawlers that actually has defense. So, yes. he's not a glass cannon anymore.
2: <laughs> he's basically a god after, like, the first turn.
0: Yeah. I got him. He's I good. Him. I enjoy him. Uh, I think his essay could have been better. It looks very friendly. He picks you up like a child. <laughs> he's like, oh, my daughter. Thank you. And then he just kicks you up. He just kicks you in the face. And you go flying uh, into a rock. <laughs> And then he just Omega black you while you're in the wall. Um, that's okay. Um, he has an active skill. It's not an attack. It buffs him very much. Yeah, uh,
2: attack plus 60% and max key, basically. Yeah, or I don't know why. He's, he's, already
0: he's already self-sufficient. He's already yeah. self-sufficient with key. There hasn't been a single moment where he hasn't had max key with me. Uh, he's kind of like the movie Brawly in that way, where he just keyed out all the mm-hmm. time. Um but yeah, well even good movie unit. Brody
2: is weird because when movie burly transforms he gets eight key. Is that why?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're already at max key. You don't need it. Um so yeah, good unit. I got him. Uh, I know Tim got him. You weren't able to get him. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's okay, I got the uh, blue boys. So Yes. Uh the return <laughs> of Goku and Vegeta from the Tournament of Power. Can, uh, LR is also in the banner
2: once I get some Kai's and the SA 20 them I can use them for like a couple of months before I can't use them again because they're kind of useless on their team when the new units come out for the anniversary
0: <laughs> I still think they're, they're I don't think they're useless I think they're still amazing they attack amazing. Like four or five times in a round
2: the amazing is but they have <laughs> rainbow key spears so the other units are kind of better because of that there's no yeah. rainbow generator for universe survival so. I guess. It's That's not if useless, you get those, it's just that you units. get the new ones. Yeah, if you get them. Yeah.
0: But, uh, Brawlis is not the only new unit. We got a new useful Um, Sorry, I said useless. He's not useless.
2: No, he's really just good. Just in my
0: mind, he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a link unit. Or not a link unit. Um, uh, exchange. Yeah. Not, no, he's not an exchange. He uh, uh the, He's uh, like the LR skill. Vegeta where... If a certain character is in the party. or in the called. Yeah, the SA. Uh, so essentially you have Gohan, Kid Gohan, or Team Gohan on your team. Uh, they'll do a unit attack. Unit support attack. So, that's what yeah. it is. Good. Very good support unit. Um, didn't get him. So I can't really say how good he is. Did you get him?
2: No, I didn't get him. Which sucks because he's the one I wanted. <laughs> because of his... He's just really good. I I don't even want him for him. I want him for using him on um hybrid Saiyans to buff LR Gohan.
0: Mm, yeah, my hybrid Saiyans is so beefy now that I kind of don't need him.
2: <laughs> I don't need him, but Uh, uh yeah, but yeah, two new units um because these are what you get key for attack and deep hate, attack and HP and defense plus one hundred and twenty percent. And he gives attack plus forty, attack and defense plus forty percent, and keep plus three to all hybrid Saiyans. So, mm. and his unit attack means he stacks defense. So, I wish in some ways they do more. I I know we don't have it yet, but you know, the other Goten and Trunks that come out in uh, Japan. Uh, they have an active, They have a unit attack where they do a, a bonus attack if there's a Goten or Trunks on rotation. But if you've got a Krillin in your team, they will do the unit attack even if he's not on rotation. Nice. And yeah. The, new, super uh, the new Krillin is... I, I want that new Krillin.
0: <laughs> uh, it is important to note that this new Trunks and Brawley are exclusive to Global
2: right now. No, they're, they're not in the
0: Japanese version.
2: No, they're out in Japanese version. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm looking on the wiki. They're out. When? It says now. 18th of March, oh. supposedly.
0: That's weird. I didn't see any news on that. I know they only announced the Easy 8 We got announced, announced first.
2: But yeah, they've got oh. the banner now. Oh
0: okay. well, that's fine. Well, there it is. I was wrong. Hey, it did only last a week. Yes, <laughs>
3: like I said uh. it would.
0: But yes, we are also getting an EZA for LRSTR Brawly. the first that. LR so in the game, or not the first LR, the first Gotcha LR. No, the second Gotcha LR. The first one was Gohan. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Um, Which I, no, I yeah think, yeah. No, I think Broly yeah. was first, wasn't
0: he? Uh he was for us because he yeah. was exclusive to global for a few for about a month. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was. I came back thing,
2: right. to the Gohan banner, and I pulled Gohan. I didn't know who he what it was. <laughs> and Then you're like, "Oh my God, that's an LR band. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I pulled Vegeta, <laughs> and I'm like, "What's this?" <laughs> What's this?
0: But yes, that is coming tomorrow, I believe, or is it Tuesday? I don't know Later times, but
2: should be tomorrow. Well, it'll be Tuesday, really, but tomorrow day. Choose Morrow. Basically, it'll be out depending on your time zone.
0: Yes, and his <laughs> EZA is ridiculously good. Yeah. Um, If you didn't get the new Brawly, don't worry. If you have this Brawly, he's a monster now. So,
2: yeah. no, he essentially is no monster. wipe the
0: field in, in one attack. So,
2: Broly is no monster. <laughs> Broly is devil.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh well, nah. Legends kind of celebrated saying day, I guess. They're still going through their thank you celebration right now in Legends uh, for 1,000 days. And they gave us a LR Rosé, who's really powerful. Nice. And um, also a new Trunks and Mai. So I didn't pull the Rosé, but I did get the Trunks and Mai. And I do find it funny that Trunks and Mai... See, the way Legends works is, if you've got... No, Mal... They're all very direct with their, like, links. So, because it's Trunks and Mai, and even though Trunks is the one fighting, and Mai is only there for, like, the green card and the, like, ultimate, ultimate move and special skill, because Mai still fights, that puts the Trunks card into the female warrior's because Mai is there. Perfect. So it makes Trunks a female warrior. Same with Broly. Broly is a female warrior. And also Gohan.
0: Why is Broly? He doesn't have any female. Oh, Chile. Chile.
2: Yeah, because his green card uh, (laughs) comes out and steals the Dragon Ball. So (sighs) that means Broly is a female warrior, and also Gohan.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So, so yes. Uh I don't know if there's gonna be a part two to the celebration. If no. we're gonna get some LR or not. I don't know. No. We didn't even get like a ticket banner or a discount banners. Uh there's never ball, been so.
2: There's never been a date a part two say day. So we're not gonna get one. But we will get Janemba probably next.
0: Oh good, I can skip it.
2: Janemba and PyCon. <laughs> I must say, the sales are very good. They're expensive still because it's real money, but I'm definitely going to pick up all the um, discounted sales. Not all the the expensive ones, but, yeah, the the $8 ones. So pick those up, and Mm. I'm not going to use them. I'm going to save them for the anniversary.
0: Mm. There you go.
3: Already, Manga came
0: out. The latest issue of Dragon Ball Super manga came out. We were in some stuff. Yeah. Vegeta is once again training with Beerus now. Beerus taking Vegeta up into his bosom to train him. Uh, It's (laughs) nice. Vegeta tries to blow up a pebble and he uses his key to do it, and Beerus is like, You did it wrong. And he uses whatever power he used to do it, and it created a. A massive explosion that destroyed his God Weekly magazine that he was pissed off about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we used to go get with the Super good. Dragon Balls and wish for the comic to come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, uh, where we left off, we left off with uh, what's his name. Tell me right, his before name, you
2: then. go, before we go that, I, I, uh, before we do that, I do love the fact that they're keeping it canon that, um. Beerus is a huge anime fan because uh, if I'm writing the original Battle of Gods, he's like, oh, it's going to take uh, 24 minutes to reach Earth. That's just as long as my anime. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like the fact that, that they, they keep Beerus as an anime slash manga reader slash watching Nice. So good heads up on the continuity there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we go yeah, back to granola. our Granola bar. Granola. Yes, he has
0: summoned the dragon on his planet, which can be summoned with two Dragon Balls. Yeah. Um, and he wishes to become the most powerful being in the universe. The dragon tells him um, he can unlock all his latent powers, but all his latent powers will not make him the most powerful in the universe.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so he strikes a deal. With him, we don't know what the deal is until much later, but we cut to um the the making that's living on the planet. Uh, he wakes up because of a rumbling, I believe it was, um, and finds Granola floating in the air with super long Super Saiyan three hair.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and he's apparently uber powerful because he picked up a boulder and crushed it much in the same way that Beerus did. He blew it up. He didn't just crush it, he made it explode, right, Beerus? Um, Akai! Akai. <laughs> um, and the making wants to know what he had to sacrifice to get this kind of power. And of course he didn't tell him. Um, so he leaves back to um, what's the guy's name? Eel?
2: This is call a ban- Rip
0: off Bojack. Rip-off Bojack band. <laughs> <laughs> he goes there to demand Frieza's location. Um they of course think he's still weak, but he's not. So he decides um that he's going to stop um Granoa right there. Um yeah.
2: by sending Oil he-
0: Oil, the big fat dude, to attack him. Um and Granola uses okay. one finger to push him and send him flying across the the room. Um, Then he starts dodging all his attacks, and this whole fight breaks out, and then uh, one of Oil's allies joins in uh, because she thinks he's using magic, and she can control magic, much the same as the chick from BoJack. (laughs) You're right, man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just made that connection. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, She's not able to stop him either. Um, and that's when he finally reveals to them that he became the most powerful um, by using the Dragon Balls on his planet. Uh, and he demands to know where Frieza is. They tell him that they don't know where Frieza is, but they'll find out. Uh, But in reality, they do know. They're just hiding it, because we find out that they're working with Frieza. Um, but they want Frieza out of the picture so they can start running the operation. Uh, and they believe that Granova will not only kill Frieza, he'll destroy the entire Frieza force, which will leave them high and dry without any force to essentially take over. It's either that outcome or Granova will take over and they will have to do his bidding instead. But it is here that he finally reveals to them that he only has three years to live. And that was the bargain he made with the dragon. So essentially, the dragon took 150 years off his life and converted it to power to make him the most powerful being in the universe. Um, Granoa is apparently supposed to live 200 years. Um, That's how long his species' life expectancy is, but now he only has three years to live. Um, Which sucks for him. But he leaves... uh, in hopes of getting Frieza's location sooner rather than later. We cut back to Goku and Vegeta, and Whis, at this point, has noticed Granoa. Uh, he sees him flying on his ship, and he realizes what has happened. Um, the Oracle fish knows the most powerful being, but refuses to tell them. But this also comes in a point where Vegeta shows up with the tiniest rock imaginable, And he's like, look what I can do. And he uh, akaies this tiny little rock. (laughs) It was so good. He's super proud of what he's done. (laughs) And Goku's like, oh yeah,
2: you did it. That's so cool. Then Goku's like, like, "Uh, remember that time I haiku hakai Tamasu in the manga without training.
0: It was so good. He was just so proud of what he did with his tiny pebble rock. <laughs> uh,
2: I, can, oh. I can imagine him like having some sort of weird space telephone, so, just like, after you high tide the little rock. phones up, Bulma. Bulma! Bulma, I killed a little rock!
0: His hand, you got a destruction. <laughs> I can just see him demonstrating that to, like, Yajirobe or Kroon, <laughs> and he just laughed at him. Or Goten and Trunks saying, that's super lame, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, but each one of them start to think that they're gonna that they're gonna emerge as the most powerful being in the universe. Um, Unbeknownst right. to them, that we already sees what's happening. Um, yeah. And that's essentially where it ends. Um, oh wait, no. Um, the fake Bojack gang decides that there's only one way to stop Granola now, and that's to sick Goku and Vegeta on him. Um, well, sig him on Goku and Vegeta. Stop.
2: What? I think they want to sick him on Goku and Vegeta.
0: Oh, okay. I must have misread it then. Um, well,
2: Piccolo hates the Saiyans. Because yeah. the Saiyans are what killed, destroyed his planet. Well,
0: so. okay. Yeah, so their plan is to essentially have the three of them fight instead of Frieza. I still don't know why they don't want him to kill Frieza since they can't beat Frieza on their own. Whoa. And it should be knowledge to them now that Goku and Vegeta are not out there to kill Frieza. <laughs> so the plan is really weird. If I was them, I'd just point... had the four of them meet up in one place and fight it out against each other. Um, but it's an interesting choice to have Goku and Vegeta essentially try to kill Grenoa before Granola can kill Frieza, even though they want to kill Frieza as
2: well. But they don't want but to kill Frieza's armor. Together.
0: Yeah, but eventually they'll have to deal with Frieza and they can't do it on their own. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's interesting to see what. Maybe they just want the to hope overall... that Frieza
2: dies of old age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good with that. We don't even know how old he is.
2: <laughs> or how old his species is. Or how long. Us?
0: Yeah. How long his species Because both
2: him and King Cold are mutants. Well,
0: there you go. So yeah. Alfonso. Did you mm-hmm. read this, Mega? Your thoughts?
1: I do not like Granola's plan. That he gave up like half his life just to get powerful.
2: More than half his like, life. Like,
1: yeah, that's that's uh, so that's desperation. Like, <laughs> like that that bothers me so much because yeah, I understand. Okay, you want to get Frieza because I I, I told you this. I told you this all the time, Gary. Frieza's a dick. He's a dick for all the shit that he's done. To different people, like I knew that he's gonna get a target on his back. Regardless, it was gonna happen. But Granola's way to go about it, I do not like. Okay, so let's let's just say he does kill Frieza. You got your revenge. Now what? What what are you gonna do in the in the last three lives? The last three years that you're supposed to live?
2: Can't he just cheese like, that anyway? Can't he like go to the Namekian Dragon Balls and be like? Boronga, I want eternal life. I,
0: but he doesn't know that the Namekins are alive, remember? Yeah. He thinks that the last Jamaican is the one that lives with him.
2: Well, also, well, fine then. He's going to Earth to fight Goku and Vegeta. One of them will be dumb enough to say, Oh, it's okay. If we lose, we can go, go to the Dragon Balls and wish for someone's life. And he'd be like, yeah, wait, Dragon so Balls? Cool. You've got them.
0: You say one of them, but we know which one the dumb one is. <laughs> <laughs> we know who's saying it.
2: Uh, uh, I mean, you never know with this show, to be honest. They...
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the highlight is, is, is the whole Vegeta. Or, like, or you could that's... see
2: Piccolo. It'd be like, wait, there's a Nameky in here.
1: <laughs> but Vegeta and the Rock, that's... that. <laughs> That was the best part throughout the whole
0: thing. His facial that. expression was perfect. He was so happy. He's like, look, I did it. I'm gonna be the most powerful. <laughs> it was so good.
1: So so good. But yeah. Um I don't know. It is I, I have to see the 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 next chapter because Granola, I don't I don't like his the way this the way he came about this, and the fake Bojack team, yeah, I don't know about them either. This...
3: I,
0: I would I would care more about Granola's decision if I actually knew who the fuck he was before this arc started. Like, yeah. I don't really feel for him at all. Um, <laughs> quite honestly, I'm sorry to say. Um, so him giving up his thinking, like, he hates Frieza, he hates the Saiyans, I get why, but I don't uh-huh. feel that connection that I would have felt with somebody if they'd been in the story for a lot longer than he has. Yeah. So his decision to me is just like whatever, you know.
1: No, maybe yeah. it will be revealed down the long, down the road when he actually fights either he fights Vegeta and Goku or Frieza.
0: Yeah, that's like Is he using God of Destruction power? Is he looks using like it, yeah. Akai? Because it looks like it. Yeah.
2: Also, so the Monty's the, the dragon,
0: instinct. yeah, the dragon essentially made him a god of destruction. So,
2: which was weird because he's, the dragon also said, "I can't give you god powers," but clearly he has given him god powers.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if this <laughs> will essentially force Whis and Beerus to interfere, because like gods can't fight each other, right? No. But if he's not essentially a god of destruction, you would think. The angels, or the high priest, or the high angel, whatever his name is, would essentially want him eliminated if he's gotten this power when he's not supposed to
2: have it. If there'll be some divine if, interference. I was surprised if weis and Bearish just stepped to the side and consider it training for Goku and Vegeta. Because Vegeta's training to do the Hakai, and then Goku's training to do the Ultra Instinct. so
0: Yeah, because if he's become the most powerful in the universe, that would essentially make him more powerful than Weiss. Wouldn't
2: it? No, he said it can't be stronger (laughs) than gods. It it even said the fact Mm. that he's not stronger than divine beings. So both Whis and Beerus should still be stronger than him.
0: Okay. But Beerus isn't a divine being. Beerus was a regular person who learned how to use the god of destruction power and became a god of destruction. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a divine... I think only the angels are divine beings.
2: So it means only angels are stronger than him then.
0: So Beerus might fight. I would love it. Give me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> finally.
2: Or maybe we'll <laughs> or, finally or see...
0: the guy pebbles at him. That'd be amazing.
2: Well <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see Platinum Cooler. Oh my god. Platinum Freezer.
0: But we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see Freezer again if he actually does show up. Um maybe Freezer will be the hero again and save them from granola. Or they'll fight for three years and his life expense He'll just go down.
2: What they'll do is they'll yeah. trap him in the room of spirit and time.
0: Okay, if Boo can get out of that, then he definitely should be able to get out of that.
2: I mean, what if they're fighting him in there so he doesn't know? <laughs> 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 Even if they're keeping oh, him one day, that's still one year out well, of three.
0: Well, there you go. He's like, hey, let's come in. I have a snack and let's go out. Oh shit, you're dead.
2: <laughs>
0: Flawless, victory. Flawless victory. Flawless <laughs> victory.
2: I mean Whis can trap because We says his own spirit of time, remember? No. We says everything though. We says the ability to revive people from the dead and rewind time. So
0: Yeah, uh, anything else you want to add, Alfonso?
2: No, that was
1: it,
0: mostly. Um, All right, Ben, anything you, else you want to add?
2: Not about the manga, but I will add that Super uh, Xenoverse had its new DLC as well. Um, which mm-hmm. was fun. Took me about forty um, minutes to beat the story, but I still need to farm some of the abilities. So, right. yeah.
0: All righty, I guess it's time to move mm-hmm. on to the anime. Ben, this was your amazing recommendation. And Hi. I loved every minute of it. So thank you. Uh, Kakarillo. Wait, that's not what it's called, is it? Kakarillo?
1: Yes. Something like that. the
2: oh, bed and breakfast for
0: the spirits. There you go. I knew you knew.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Kakarillo, bed and breakfast for spirits. Um, Not what I was expecting out of this anime, to be honest with you. <laughs> nah. um, but I'm happy about that. I was expecting this to be like an anime where they have a shrine or whatever and like spirits go and eat there. Um, yeah. Which kind of is what it was, except flipped. It was a spirit world with a human being trying to survive and run a restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, female, what
2: oh. a female human being, which we found out one episode that they don't allow females to cook.
0: Yes, cooks are not allowed in the kitchen.
2: No, females. <laughs> not cooks. That'd yes. be
0: weird. Females are not allowed in the kitchen.
2: Man. Cooks That's are not allowed in the kitchen.
0: Women. Can't use that joke there, can you?
2: No. <laughs> I always hate that joke. It's so offensive. It Everyone really should is. be in the kitchen. It, the food's in the kitchen. I want to be in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, what's her name? Aoi, Aoi?
3: Yeah,
0: Aoi. Yes, she's a human girl, uh, going to school, going to college. Um, yeah. she it was raised by her grandfather who ran a shrine, and he can talk to spirits. Um, yeah. and she found out at a young age that she can also, and he kind of trained her to essentially watch out for them. Uh, And the only way to really get rid of them is to offer them food. Otherwise, they can eat you. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she's learned to essentially not pay attention to them because if she pays attention to them, that means they can tell that she can see them and they can eat her. Um,
2: Or trick her. Or trick her, yeah. and yeah.
0: Uh, And one day she's walking by a shrine and she encounters a spirit who tells her that he's hungry. She ignores him, and then he tells her again. And she stops, and she gives him her food, her lunch. He okay. says, thank you, she leaves. Um, and on her way back, I believe she went to work. Was it to work? I think so. Or to school. I think it was school. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. On her way back, she notices a package sitting on the steps where this man was uh, with a thank you letter on it. Um, And as she opens it, she is devoured and transported to the spirit world, where she awakens, and the man who she gave her lunch to is there, along with, I believe, six other spirits wearing masks. Yeah. And he informs her that she is going to be his bride, and she obviously freaks out, she refuses, and he shows her a contract. That her grandfather signed with him, that if he cannot pay off his debt, then she will be collateral (laughs) for him to claim. And her grandfather obviously passed away, so he cannot pay the debt. So she becomes collateral, and she's destined to be the wife of one Obana. Yeah, Uh, I can't see Odana, Hmm. Odana, Uh, the ogre king, who runs essentially an inn. In the city of the spirits, you're gonna say something, Alfonso.
1: No, I was gonna say, he pimped out his granddaughter. <laughs> That's
0: basically what he did, essentially. Yeah, but did he? But did he yeah. really, or did he save her life instead? I personally feel he <laughs> saved her life. <laughs> nah. Yeah, So yeah, I, she. it's
1: still a dick move,
0: though.
2: Yeah, it's still a, it a dick, dick move.
0: It is a dick move. It is a real dick move. So she uh, essentially says that she would rather work off the debt that her grandfather had made rather than be his wife. And he yeah. agrees. Uh, he gives her a pendant, or not a pendant, a hairpiece with a rose on it. Uh, she thinks it's fake, but he tells her that this rose actually blooms. And once it blooms, her time to pay off the debt is over. If she hadn't paid off the debt, then she has to become his wife.
2: Um, I don't I so remember she, anything that happened to that, to that rose. Yeah,
0: they they essentially forgot about that whole thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I was like, I, I swear I remember a rose at one point, and then like 20 episodes later, I'm like, what happened to that rose? Is it still <laughs> getting ready to bloom? Does she have it? Does she just throw it away? She's like, well, yeah. it's not going to bloom if I set it on fire.
0: Yeah, Um, So that is the deal she makes. Um, Everybody hates her because they hate human women and he warns her that if anybody finds out that she's human, she will probably get eaten alive. Um, She will only be protected by him. Yes, if she marries him, they can't touch her. If they know that she's destined to marry him, they can't touch her, but she's refusing to do that acknowledge well, that.
2: So Don't the demon women kind of hate the human women because male demons want to marry human women more than the demon women because they have like some weird connection between the two?
0: Yeah, we find out about that later though. Okay. Much later. Yeah, that's not revealed right away. Um, So she tries to find work. Nobody will hire her obviously because she's human. Um, and then she is befriended by Genji, mm-hmm. Genji, the nine-tailed fox that yeah. everybody knows and loves. Um, mm-hmm. He comes to her as a as a kid, uh, giving her food. Um, mm-hmm. But he can obviously change his form to whatever he wants—an adult man, a woman, if he wants to, or the awesome giant fox. Um or, or but a tiny he... fox. Or what?
2: You could turn into a tiny fox as well,
0: yes. A it's tiny, like adorable a cheap... fox,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so he befriends her and he essentially tries to convince her to open up her own restaurant in this restaurant that's essentially abandoned now, it's going to be well, closing down.
2: She found well, what happened was the fact that she found out he was making her food, and because she likes making food, she decided to make him food as a thank you out of all the food that's left in the restaurant. And then he's like, oh, my God, this is actually good. Why don't we turn this into a restaurant?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they set out to essentially create this restaurant. Um, We have a bunch of episodes of them essentially befriending everybody at this inn, that works at this inn. Um, Mm -hmm. And each episode kind of tells their backstory and, in a way, how she essentially makes them like her by giving them food. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I mean, that would work on me. That would work on me, too. Um,
0: yeah. But she's giving them all this free food, you know, and obviously she needs to make money because she needs to start yeah. paying off the debt. Um, but throughout this whole process, I actually really enjoyed the individual episodes of her helping everybody. Um yeah. I do feel like there were too many characters at some point that really didn't matter as much as some of the others ones did. Like we got the episode where she encounters the um the the in guards, the ninja guys, when she yeah. is being targeted by an assassin. Um like his he's a cool character, but he doesn't really factor into the overall story of anything. Because
1: he's Um, barely shown.
0: Yeah. Like, we go like a whole maybe 15 episodes where he doesn't appear again. Um, So, some of the other characters matter while others don't. Um, The hostess, who absolutely hates her because she loves the Ogre King and wants to marry him. Oh, Um, the
1: snow woman. The snow woman.
0: Yeah. She's super jealous and she tries to, you know, hurt her. Um, She fails and then she gets sick and she has to take care of her. Um, And they become friends after that. You know, a lot of these episodes, to me personally, I I actually enjoyed most of them. uh, For the simple fact of just how caring the main character is, even though everybody's a dick to her, I just... It felt like a very feel-good moment. A lot of them were very feel-good moments.
1: But this is my problem. Let Let me interject. They... Most of them have a problem with her because of her grandfather, yes. of what he did, and this is this is my problem with it because I felt it had to do what with identity. Like I understand she's her own person. She does she does have certain aspects of her grandfather, but why you keep comparing her to her grandfather? Like, you can't punish her for what her grandfather did, and I understand. Okay, you're related. or oh, you feel If the grandfather did, then she would do it. No, they are two different people. She is nothing like her grandfather. and like if that was presented in like most of the episodes until they started to realize, okay, she's actually a cool person. i those these those first first episodes with the grandfather, like them comparing her to the grandfather. I didn't like, and it didn't really die down until towards the end when they got to the real problem where we all get to. That's one where I didn't like about in the first few episodes. The second thing I didn't like about these first episodes is the master org. The first two episodes, he was brutal. You know, he kidnapped her, and he told her, "Okay, if you if you can't do this, you're not gonna marry me. You can't live here. You can't use the the shower. We can't. We're not gonna feed you. We're not gonna do nothing like that." And then all of a sudden, he's nicer to her. So her his character development was. This happened way too quickly. Have you noticed that as well?
0: Um, I noticed it, but to me, I also noticed that he had to put on a show for the guest. When it was around his people, he was kind to her. But when guests were around that weren't part of the inn or didn't work for the inn, he treated her like shit because she's human. And he kind of had to put on this face because... She's human. Why isn't she being eaten alive? Why is she there? Um, which again is a dick move on him. But he only kind of did it one time, um, and you know, afterwards, when she essentially saved um, the inn from the whole Tengu situation, uh, after that is when he started to kind of see what she's capable of. Mm-hmm. Uh, before then he was being the dictator yes uh, but after she befriended the Tengu king um, and you know he fell in love with her and all that and found out that she's destined to marry him and he offered to free her from this if she married one yeah, of her-
1: <laughs> yeah marry one of his sons yeah,
0: yeah um, obviously she refused and she remained at the inn but it was then that the Ogre king kind of just let her do her own thing mm-hmm. Um and she made a good friend. She salvaged the the situation that happened there with their chef and the and the tengu that uh-huh. were there. Um, and obviously, the tango are very important to the overall hierarchy and everything that's going on in in the spirit world. Yep. So having good relations with them was a must. At least that's how I felt. What about you, man?
2: Oh yeah, I agree. I feel like most of the time he was being a it was because of. Um social reasons he didn't want Mm -hmm. to look weak compared to the other to the other spirits so
0: yeah especially since she refused to be his wife if she agreed to it then maybe he would obviously act different um that's how i felt personally So yeah, um, there were some moments where you know she kind of she travels to the capital with him and she learns about the spirit world a lot. So there's a lot of moments where there's kind of this downtime, uh. But yeah. I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed those episodes, um, yeah, because it just showed off a lot of the, the other cast. You know, uh, they escape with a woman, uh, she's a geisha, geisha, um, mm-hmm. and some asshole essentially bought her off. From whoever Mm -hmm. owned her, Um, and the ogre king essentially saved her life by taking her to the inn with her. Um, We got a nice little episode there where she we find out with her that she met her father, her grandfather as well, when she was living in the human world with her brother. Um, Yeah,
1: that story with the grandfather.
0: Yeah, and they're like super mean, and you know he essentially took them out. They're spiders. That's their actual form. Everybody has their natural demon-ish form, but they all take on the form of a human for some reason. I don't think they ever really ever explained why, but... No, no. um, But yeah, she's always wanted to go back and live in a human world. Um, So we get like a couple episodes of of that, which, you know, there's the sibling rivalry and why he hates her grandfather so much, why uh, his sister loves her grandfather so much. There's just a lot of these moments where she, she feels her grandfather's mistakes, like they're being thrown at her.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, But again, when you look through what her grandfather did, yeah, he did a lot of bad shit. But even though everybody hated him, they also kind of loved him for it. Yeah. Um. And like I said, to me personally, I felt like her grandfather essentially prepared her to survive in this world because he knew that eventually some she was going to get trapped or she was going to go off the rails and start interacting with them. Um, and I feel like he built a reputation with his name so that if she ever went to that world, his reputation with her 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 having his name would help her in that world. Mm-hmm. And who better to protect her than the Ogre King? So maybe, yeah, he used her as collateral, which sucks, but he also used her as collateral to essentially save her life because she will be the wife of one of the most powerful spirits in that world.
1: Well, let's talk about that a little more. In terms of what you just said. Like preparing her. And I think we should talk about. Why. She, well, what she went through as a child. Because it's yeah. up to this point. Where we kind of see. What happened to her. Her mom. Yeah. Her.
0: her mom. Yeah her mom was horrible. She. Essentially didn't believe her. When she talked about seeing spirits. And stuff like that. So she told her to stay in the house don't open the door for anyone no matter what until she comes back and then she just abandoned her essentially to starve to death yeah absolute shit of a human being yes Um. yeah and we saw she has these flashbacks a lot where she's sitting in the room and a spirit appears to her and she knows what it's there for she believes it's there to eat her and yeah. she's like if you're gonna eat me then do it. If not, can you just stay with me? Because I don't want to be alone. And this spirit gives her food Mm -hmm. and essentially saves her life and then tells her you will never have to be afraid anymore. Uh, You're not going to starve to death. You don't need me here. And the spirit lives and I believe it's the next day that social services comes and her grandpa essentially adopts her. Yeah. Um But yeah, sorry, go ahead. If you wanted to add more Yeah to
1: I that. I I I hate that. That I I like before that whole scene is like, okay, I don't care for the grandfather because of what he did. But seeing what the mother did, like I despise the mother even more. Like how do you do that to a child? And she's crying for you and telling you mom don't leave me especially knowing that at that point she does not care for the lightning and the rain and you leave her like <laughs> are you supposed to comfort your child when they're scared and you left
0: her alone like mm-hmm. how, how, how do you how do you do that to starve to death of all the ways to, to let your kid die oh, yeah, it was horrendous starving to death.
2: it was yeah. so bad
1: yeah no, I I't I like that, but yeah, you could go on now
0: yeah, um, yeah, so going to protecting, him, we find out in the the brother and sister episode that he always told the the brother that his food was nasty, but he always told the sister that he loved it, and he also taught his granddaughter to cook a specific way, and that way, when she cooked he lied to her and told her that it was good when really it wasn't good. Um, and the reason he did that is because I believe it was with sugar. It had something to do with sugar where um, if she added too much or something like that, he would say that he loved it. Um, but in reality, he didn't. And the reason he did that is because the spirits love a specific way to because food tastes differently in both worlds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he essentially taught her to create delicious food for them, but pretty nasty food for humans. (laughs) Uh But he never admitted it. He told her that it was delicious and it was good. Um which is another way I saw that how he was preparing her for yeah this other world. Um so yeah, um essentially eventually they um open up this restaurant. Um, and they get no customers at all. Nobody wants to eat food from made by a human. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody trusts it. Um, they <laughs> encounter uh, the accountant who's an asshole and he's essentially telling them you have like three months and then you either marry the ogre or you get eaten. Take your pick. Um, and there's just no customers. Uh, And then the the hostess lady comes and she asks him, her, to cook a meal for this writer. And he wants to eat something that doesn't stop him from being able to write. He wants something where he can eat and write at the same time. Um, So she essentially creates a bento box, I believe it was, um, for him. And he loves it so much that he comes to the restaurant to thank her personally, uh, and finds out that she's the granddaughter of this famous dude who he wrote about. Um, I believe he wrote him as a superhero.
1: I it was,
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So he freaks out and runs off, and she's like, "Hey, thanks." And then the next day, the restaurant is just packed, packed mm-hmm. full of people. And it's because the, the column that he wrote in his in the paper about the restaurant and how delicious it was. So the restaurant becomes packed and they're just they're flowing, they're going. Everything is good. Yeah. Um Life is good. Um, so I'm not sure how many episodes I'm gonna be skipping past here now, but I kinda wanna get to um the halfway point. Yeah. Um so the restaurant is booming. Uh we know that there has been some guy trying to assassinate her. Um uh-huh. we we're under the impression it's because she's human and nobody wants a human there. Um we also found out that she well, she cooked for uh I believe the, the royal Yeah family. And yeah.
3: Her,
0: the royal family. Way. She she cooked a dinner for them. That's where we find out that uh, the spirits like to marry human women. Um, yeah. Uh, she cooks for them and the meal was so incredible and delicious. Uh, especially Cause... to her because she's a human woman. Uh, and it reminds her of, of the past and obviously, you know, they gave growing reviews, but during that time uh, she's kidnapped before she can cook the meal. Yeah. And there's this girl who appears, she has an umbrella, and she came to the restaurant once, she ate her food, it was delicious, she gave, she gave her a ball. Um, uh-huh. But she doesn't know who she is, she, and nobody else knows who really she is. Um, but she sees her again, and this girl essentially hypnotizes her, and it leads her away from Genji, because uh, they're there to buy, I believe, southern style yeah. food from the S- southern land. Yeah, um, and she's trapped in, in a little well uh, or a storeroom that gets flooded when it rains. Um, and she's eventually rescued by the king, um, uh-huh. But she gets sick and we find out that it was the chefs of the Royal Inn or the Inn that essentially left her there because she's gonna put them out of business, they fear. Uh-huh. Um, but they're also working with somebody. Um, but I don't believe they even knew who they were working for because the person who hypnotized her was the same girl that gave her the ball. Uh, And we don't know who she is. So we get to the halfway point and they're essentially cooking outside. They're having, you know, an outside meal and stuff like that. And we start to notice Genji is a little off. He had this been for hit. a few episodes.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's being distant now.
0: Yeah, and during this time, this giant ship arrives, and it's from the oh, rival the inn. rival yeah. inn. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the inn though. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, uh, um,
2: Oni something Oni.
0: Maybe I don't know. And we uh, are introduced to Ronmaru, Ronmaru. Uh-huh. Who mm-hmm. is essentially the brother of Genji? Oreo,
2: Oreo, Oreo, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oreo. Um, and we find out that uh, the person who essentially created the inn is the same girl with the umbrella, mm-hmm. and we find out that she's the one who also founded um, the Ogre King's inn as well. Uh, she founded that inn and then she left and she founded this other inn and she's super powerful like uber powerful um, highly respected person but Ramaru comes to take Genji away because Genji had a, made a deal to work with the Ogre Kings in uh, until a certain amount of time I believe it was 50 years mm-hmm. um, essentially paying off some sort of debt um and it's time for him to come back. Yeah. And he goes willingly, but um Aoi refuses to let him go. Um yep. so she tries to attack them, and the girl with the umbrella uses the super powerful magic and transports her to the ship that mm-hmm. they came on. And she awakens on this ship, essentially traveling to this other land. Yep. Um, with Genji there. Um, This is kind of where I wasn't the happiest about where the story went. Because I felt like we just abandoned like 15 episodes of storytelling and characterization to do it all over again with new characters. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense that, uh,
1: I don't know, part of me liked it, and I, I noticed it with the intros, because the first intro is basically from her end, and then the second one, second intro is basically with the other end. And I, I kind of get it why they did it that way, because, okay, she establishes, she establishes with this end, okay, she has problem with this end, well, this end had problem with her because she's human, and she built this relationship. And she's kind of had to do it again with this new end because this new end, yes, they know who she is, but they don't know who she is. Like, she you know, they know that the masses marry her and then she's supposed to be revived, but they don't know who she is. So it kind of makes sense that, yes, she has to establish this whole bond with them as well. But I get what you're saying. Like, okay, we built these 15 episodes with this person. And then we, I, like, it. It dragged on, that's why most of it felt a little wrong, because it took a while to get to that point where all of them liked them, well, all of those characters like her, and now we had to do it all over again. I get what you're saying, but it was necessary. But I get what you're
0: saying, yeah. <laughs> but it was essentially the exact same story pointing out differently now. Uh, she's again captured, and again, the little boy is nice to her and gives her food, and she yeah. loves it. Um, she again literally episode for episode the same stuff happens. She again helps the inn with the tango, <laughs> mm, yeah. and you know, obviously, the tango king there he, he sees her again. And
2: yeah, the, oh, the story starts to out the I same. You skipped over the fact that she's got the banjo fan.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, the banjo fan. He gave her a banjo fan that he promised yeah. to give her uncle because her uncle, yeah. grandfather. or her uncle, got her grandfather. He saved her from. He saved the Tango King from drowning to death. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> again he fell into the water
1: because he something. got yeah. drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he promised them their greatest treasure, which is not their greatest treasure, because we find out <laughs> the liquor is their greatest treasure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Bancho fan was was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so essentially it's the same type of scenario and story playing out the same. She starts to befriend everybody, uh, you know, the the um, the hostess. She gets her own episode. She's kind of adorable. She turns into a little mouse, a little pink mouse. Um, fire rat. Yeah, a fire rat, yes. When she gets angry or frustrated or depressed. Mm. Um, so we, we get the same type of stuff with each Character there that ru- that that works at the end, but yeah. the overall gist of what's happening there is there's a curse, uh, mm-hmm. on their land that they have to perform a ritual, uh, in order to stop waves from essentially hitting the island and destroying everybody, everything, essentially giant tsunamis, come in, um, and they have to collect special artifacts, and then cook this feast for. This monster that's supposed to come and if the monster is not fed and not given the ritual that it deserves, it'll create Tsunamis and destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story here is she refuses to leave because Genji can't leave and she refuses to leave without Genji. Yeah. Um, so again, they give her their her own cooking area. And she starts to do the same stuff here. she She cooks for specific people, and she secretly starts to cook and give delicious meal to the people who own these artifacts without even knowing that they own these artifacts. yeah. Uh, Ron Maroon know, knows, but he's not going to tell her because the the ritual is secret. Nobody's supposed to know about it. It's called like the firework festival or something like that. yeah, to, to residents of the island. So they don't really know what's supposed to be going on. They're just there to watch the fireworks. Um, so, yeah, she, she meets up with two young chefs. Um, And they kind of become her helpers on this island. Uh, and, you know, we have the Tengu King plays a bigger role here because his son works at this inn. And they're kind of estranged. And she tries to bring them together because she needs the Tengu's special liquor. Um, yeah. And they can't tell these people why they need these things because the ritual will be ruined if they know. So they essentially have to give them the things that they need without them knowing that they need to give it to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it works out for her. uh, Because she does it without really knowing that she's doing it for the right people, but Ron Maru knows. He's specifically pointing her in the direction where she needs to go to do Mm -hmm. this um and again in these episodes i just felt sad because we didn't really see the other cast members for a long time we find out that the ogre king comes to this island and he pretends to be a fisherman which i thought was pretty great (laughs) just a regular dude walking around working um and the cowan essentially takes over running the inn over there yeah. Um, but he's there in order to essentially protect her and help her because he knows about the the curse, and he believes also that she's there to to solve it. He knows a yeah. lot more about what's going on than what is it.
1: I still have a problem with him. We won't get to that. We won't get to that episode, but I have a problem with him. <laughs> I have a problem with him, but we won't get to it.
0: And throughout the show now, we're starting to – she is starting to wonder whether uh, Genji was the one who gave her the food when she was a child, who saved her life. Or if it was the Ogre King
1: who oh, saved the her Ogre life. King, not the Ogre King just yet. She just focused on Genji at first.
2: Yeah, she still thinks it's just Genji.
0: Oh, okay. By then. Yeah, and there's this big thing where she's trying to figure out what the Ogre King's favorite food is, and he, yeah. will, he refuses tell to her. tell her. Yeah. yeah. But she creates a whole bunch of stuff. Like he's constantly asking her for bento boxes, so she thinks bento is his favorite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> But he refuses to tell her what it is. Um, but, you know, he's there. He's helping her out with whatever he needs, with, with whatever she needs. There's one moment he appears as a merchant of the shop yep. and sells herself. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the hell, did he just buy this island? <laughs> um, he's trying to be conspicuous, but it's, like, impossible not to know that it's him. Um mm-hmm. uh, I just think it was funny. But I'm glad he was there. But all the other characters, I was kind of sad that they kind of weren't there for the majority of the second half. Yeah. Um, but we get to see a lot more of the backstory and relationship between Genji and Ronmaru mm-hmm. Ronmaru's a dog spirit, and obviously Genji's uh, a fox, and they're not related by blood, but we find out that um, this, I don't know, I think Oracle? was it? Yeah. Um, She found them when they're washed up on the beach as babies, and she essentially raised them. Um, Mm -hmm. And she helped, and she found out about the the ritual was happening, so she trained them to kind of help out with this ritual to stop the curse, which I believe comes every 50 years. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one day she had to sacrifice herself because the ritual didn't go according to to plan. It failed. Uh, Mm -hmm. So she died and Ron Maru and Genji had a falling out during this time because Wanmaru became too obsessed with getting the ritual right. And he started being very forceful. He treated people really shitty. He became very strict. And Genji didn't like that. And that's why he left to go work with the Ogre King instead. Oh. Um, but he promised to come back when the ritual was supposed to happen because they're the, they're the two that have to essentially do... The performance that's required yeah. at, the, at the ritual, um, yeah. But there's one ingredient that they can't get, and that ingredient is a mermaid scale because mermaids haven't been seen for a very long time. People think they're extinct. Um, some people don't even believe they exist. But there's an island off the coast where that's essentially where they believe a mermaid scale can be found. But the miasma there is very harmful to spirits. They yeah. can't go there for a very long time without being hurt. Um, so uh, she decides that she's going to go because it doesn't have the same effect on humans. Um, the Ogre King decides to join her. Uh, she tries to stop him because of the miasma, but he says that the miasma doesn't have the same effect speed-wise on him that it does on regular spirits. So it takes yeah. longer for... Him to become affected by it. Yeah. So they get on this island, and that's where we get the big backstory of Ron Maru and Genji, which was a very good backstory, I thought. Yeah. Very heartbreaking backstory, especially for Ron Maru. I felt really bad for him during this. Um, yeah. Because he obviously loved her very much, um, but essentially her her spirit is there, and she essentially tells her that she has to do the cooking for the festival. If she yeah. doesn't do it, then it will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, her last final prediction, I guess you can say. Yeah, um, And she gives her the mermaid scale there. Uh, then she's attacked by an ogre that's been there for a very long time. Uh, an evil ogre, and obviously the ogre king comes in and saves her. Um uh, And I think it's at this point she starts to wonder if it was him, right? That saved her life?
2: Yeah, I think so. About here.
0: Yeah, so about here she starts to and we start to see her kind of have this affection for him, like she's starting to get feelings for him.
1: It starts to develop more.
0: Yeah, but it's also here where we start to see the exact same thing with Genji. It's like, so she's in love with both of them, or she's getting feelings for both of them, um, yeah. Is she gonna end up with any of them? Like, it's very weird, and I felt very confused by her. And Wait, I didn't yeah. like the fact I didn't like the fact that she was treating the Ogre King really shitty because yes. of obviously of the of the yeah. deal he had. Uh-huh. But then she's kind of leading him on a lot. <laughs> yeah. But then she's also doing the same thing with Genji, except she's not treating him like shit. She's constantly just leading him on. But Genji's yep. also one of those guys, you can tell, who's like, I will never go against the Ogre King. Yep. You know? So she gets the mermaid scale, and she tells Ron Maru that she's the one who has to perform the meal. That's what their essentially adopted mother told them. Mm-hmm. Told her. And he agrees with it. Um, and it's at this time, we're introduced to Raiju
1: the biggest dick in this damn anime
0: <laughs> the thunder god um he looks really cool though his design was pretty cool um you know and we find out... out
1: you know what Who? he reminds me of he reminds me of gogolush from me? your anime no 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 that's my name the, um ah <laughs> uh, you're the, the dude from uh your anime what's the anime called ah uh, Damn. The Archer. I didn't know Gary Not, yeah, had his own
2: anime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Archer, the Archer, the Archer. Mesh? the Mesh? Yes, the Gilbert Mesh. <laughs> That's what he reminds
0: me of, yes. Oh yeah. He is kind of a dick. Um But yeah, so we're introduced to Raiju, and literally in the same episode that he's introduced, we find out that he is the one who sabotaged the ritual last time, yep. costing the death of um their adopted mother, the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, we also find out I believe an episode later That Raiju knows Or Ranmaru knows that Raiju Was the one who Screwed up the, the festival mm-hmm. But they need him To complete it Why they need him I don't think I ever understood
1: Yeah me either
0: <laughs> Ben did you ever understand Why they needed Raiju in order for the This thing to succeed No idea Yeah, But no apparently idea. he was important to it but he's the one who sabotaged it. Um, And he decides that he's going to sabotage it again. Uh, He essentially terrifies Aoi uh, because we find out she's afraid of thunder because it Uh it was thundering and raining that day when she was a child, uh, thinking she was going to die. So she has this phobia, and obviously he's the the god of thunder, so he's constantly blasting lightning bolts. Uh Um, And he gives her a piece of candy that she actually enjoys. Um, but then he leaves her alone and she goes to eat to essentially do a testing of the food that she's going to serve during this, this ritual. And as she eats it, or she mixes it with, I think, alcohol. Um, she has a little bit of alcohol and all of a sudden she loses her voice and she can no longer taste food Mm -hmm. and she passes out. And we find out that this is it's Raiju's like You really doll.
2: shouldn't trust the candy from a giant thunder demon that's been scaring
0: Well, them. she didn't have a choice because he like shoved it in her mouth <laughs> yeah. before she knew what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Raiju was the one who did it. Uh, once again, trying to sabotage the ritual. Um, so what has happened is the Ogre King now decides... That he is gonna bring everybody from his inn to help with this ritual, essentially to work together secretly without telling Raiju um, and we see uh before that some of the other characters arrive uh the the hostess from their inn arrives and starts helping them out um as a guest, pretending to be a guest, yeah, um, and little by little they all arrive, but she's no longer able to taste food, so she says that the food will have to be prepared by the two the children twins. chefs that they yeah, had the two twins um and they kind of agree to it because she can't taste food she doesn't know if it's good or not um and raiju she goes back to the inn or to the little uh
2: by the way i really kitchen don't
0: that.
2: i mean i know chefs what? are supposed to taste their food while doing it but She's got those two people that are helping her in the kitchen the entire time. Surely she will be like, "Okay, I've been doing this food for years, so I know what I'm doing." You know, can you taste test this every time I do something?
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't understand that she can still smell it. If it smells good, it probably tastes good.
2: <laughs> but I said she's got the two foxes there as well. They're not going to betray her because they want it to at work. So yeah, they could have easily been like the the, te- the taste testers for her.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree with you. Ooh, excuse me. Um, so she goes back to her kitchen, uh, and she makes some food and she tries to eat it, hoping that she'll feel better, and she doesn't. She still can't taste anything, and that's when Raiju shows up. And Raiju essentially threatens to eat her right there and then. Um Genji appears, try to stop him, um, Genji knows that he also betrayed them during the last one. He sabotaged it. Uh, but Raiju is more powerful than Genji. And Genji can't really do anything. But then the accountant comes from the other end. And I wish we knew why. Because they never explained it to us. Yeah, But Raiju is terrified of him. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely <laughs> terrified of him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, his whole character of
2: your accountants,
0: I guess so. But I just wish they had like a little backstory about why he's so afraid of it. because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's not afraid of the ogre king or anything. He's only afraid of him. Yeah. He's all terrified, and he just takes off. He just disappears. He leaves, oh, um, and he comes with some kind of a remedy to to give her. Um, but it, it's taken a long time to work. Uh, but they still need one last ingredient. Uh, it's a branch from a very uh, it's a branch from an ancient dead tree that doesn't exist. and they believe there's only three of these branches remaining on the in the world um, and they find out that one of those branches is being held Well, the ogre king found out um that the um the royals that they that she fed uh, at the end the 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 king and and the queen there. They have a branch. Uh, but they keep it in a vault. And this vault is a painting. Mm-hmm. And you have to go into the painting to retrieve whatever you want from the vault. You just have to find it. So her game Genji... bag of infinite
2: holding for a painting. It's basically the yeah. time. I don't know if you ever watched Doctor Who but they had like this Time Lord magic painting where they can put a moment in a painting and then it's like real, but not real.
0: Oh, nice. But her, Genji, and Ramaru decide to go to this painting to retrieve this branch. Um, And in there, obviously, we get some more backstory between the two and how she thinks she can reconcile them because they just hate each other still. Yeah. Um, But... And that's really the episode, her trying to essentially bring the two of them together. Um, yeah. They warned them that the, the vault has a security system, a defense system that tries to trick you from the fog, make you believe in um, the thing you want to see the most, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it leads you to your death or it leads you to be lost in there forever. Um, but it, it tries to trick Genji and Ramaru by appearing as the Oracle for them. Um, it almost kills Ron Maru. Um, she saves him, and Genji uh, she falls off a cliff after she saves Ron Maru, and Genji kind of dives in after her. Or was it Ron dives yeah. in after her to save her life, and Genji remains up on the hill. Um, but essentially, they finally decide they know where they're going because they see like this um, rainbow clouds appear pointing them in the direction they need to go towards the branches. Uh, mm-hmm. But when they get there, the branch has essentially become a tree, um, and it's this ancient, beautiful pink tree that drops these little coral corals, essentially that she found on the beach with the ogre king in an episode previous. Um, mm-hmm. It's essentially the same coral, but somehow it just appears as a. I don't I don't know how to describe it. They're supposed to be leaves, but they're yeah. corals. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but she breaks off one of the branches and they leave. So now they have all the ingredients. Um, And during this time, the two twins, they go to her and they're like, we still want you to cook and we will be the food tasters for you. They essentially tell her what we've been saying, Ben. is like, why can't you just cook and let them taste the food? (laughs) Because the problem here? Um, so she does. Um, and we get closer to the festival. The firework festival. And all of a sudden, all these ships start arriving. Um, and it's causing problems from them. Because they can't um, deal with the amount of people coming into the inn. Because they have to prepare for the festival. The secret festival that nobody's supposed to know about. Or the ritual, I should say. Um, And the Ogre King appears with his friends and his group, and he obviously, they they make a truce in this rivalry to to help them out. Um, Mm -hmm. And they do. Uh, But Ramuru, Genji, um, Aoi, and the twins, they leave to this island to um, to uh, what's it called? To do the ritual. Yeah. <sighs> sorry, my throat.
1: Yeah, it's there where they tell her that you have to prepare the advertisers and the courses, but when preparing it to the person they need to feed, the monster, you can't actually look at him. You have to raise the shutter just a little bit and slide in the food because making eye contact with him is disrespectful to him, and that can mess up the whole ritual celebration. You know, and she "In how would she know there's a i think there's a fire or a light shown no shown telling her that's when she's supposed to bring each uh course of the meal and mm-hmm. it, it comes to the point okay the first part she got the appetizer right she puts it in she he it take whoa i'm going too far um they Ramaru and, and Genji, uh, Genji, they see the monster coming, and then they tell, okay, you need to go prepare it. And the monster yeah, goes to the island. The,
0: the yeah. monster is enormous; it's huge. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it gets smaller as it gets on the island in order to fit where it needs to go. Uh, I should also mention they they did find a book that talks about the monster uh, in in the vault world. Yeah, and they found out that the people. Essentially, banished it to a dimension, or not to a dimension, to a far reaches of the Earth, where the spirit world and another dimension, essentially the borderline of that and this other dimension, nobody knows what's there anymore. Yeah, uh, it used to thrive with people, ancient civilizations, but nobody knows. But it's essentially yeah. banished to that world, I and mean, it comes from there uh, every fifty years to to yeah. wreak havoc and leave.
2: Mm. I thought it was every hundred years.
0: Is it a hundred years? I thought it was every fifty years.
2: Because she's like, oh, I probably won't be alive.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, 100
1: yeah, yeah. yeah hundred, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, right. um Okay, so the, the she's she's preparing the appetizer, the light is, the fire lights up, she puts it through, that one's successful, she asks it what do you want to eat. She gave him a piece of paper, he circles what he wants and then she goes back and um she brings the next one we didn't mention him but I, think, I i can't remember that little thing that always that always wants the cucumbers um whatever his name is um
0: yeah i don't remember saying it's like essentially her follower yeah um it's, it's a little spirit it's like a ad- adorable turtle
1: yeah turtle crab thing yeah turtle um,
0: duck Or whatever the hell that is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, obviously there's something on the plate that I think there's cucumbers on the plate, and as she's passing it under, he goes in, which is a huge problem. And this is while Ramuru and Genji is performing the dance, and she hears yelling because it's obviously it was yelling, and she opens it, and obviously she's I don't remember what I don't remember it was if it was tickling him or if it was feeding, it was tickling him, right? Tickling, yeah. Yeah. And Genji and, and Ramu was in shot because she just messed up the damn ritual. You're not supposed to look at it. But we see it crying. And she goes up to and say, what's the problem? And, you know, uh, whatever that thing is called. it It kind of telling her that it doesn't like to be alone. And it it wants to you know share this
0: food with people
1: and it's then lonely. It
0: always, huh it's lonely
1: yeah it's lonely yeah and Ayo comes up to the point where it's like okay so tell me once you what you want to eat we can change this and you know it circles what it wants and Ayo goes and that's when I I don't remember this correctly she, she she tells the twins what the what what was happening. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, she
0: she tells the twins to make everything, because she her plan was, uh, to have like four or five dishes and let the thing choose which one it wanted, mm-hmm. which it did. Yeah. And then after that, she's like, "Listen, let's make everything, and we're gonna eat all together." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so so they cooked everything that was on the menu. And they all went into to the room, and they all ate. Um, and he, the, the little monster, he gives her some food, and she tells him, oh, I can't taste anything, but he insists. And she tries it, and all of a sudden, she can taste again. Her taste has come back. Yeah. And as she tastes it, she gets a vision of this little monster's backstory. Um, and that's where she learns that he's really sad. He's alone, he's just constantly walking around in this void by itself. Essentially depressed, sad, that it just wants friends and it wants yeah. to eat and he can't. Unfortunately. Um, but it's also something that both Ron Maru and Genji saw as well. We just they just tell her about it later. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well no, they tell her about the same time that like they walk into the room, don't they? And he's like, Oh, we saw that.
3: Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like oh yeah, yes. when you saw that vision, we also saw that vision for some reason.
0: <laughs> some reason, but that reason doesn't matter. Um so yeah, they have fun, they party it up, they eat, they enjoy it, and the little thing is leaving and she gives it food to go, <laughs> which I thought oh, was adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she asks it to stay and it tells it that it can't because it's cursed as well. It has to
2: leave. Um, yeah.
0: And it hopes to see her again in 100 years, but obviously she most likely won't be alive in 100 years. Um, mm-hmm. So As it leaves, it becomes enormous again and it creates a tidal wave <laughs> that almost kills everybody on the island. Um, but they survive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's after this, everybody's obviously happy, but this is when she finally questions Genji about her past and if he was the one who saved her life. And we find out that though he was the one who gave her the food, he's not the one who made it for her. And the food was made specifically for her. Um, he was essentially ordered to go there to this place and give her this food and say the specific wording that he said during that time. He refused to tell her who made the food. Um, and we don't know because they never tell us who made the damn food. <laughs> yeah. Which Clearly really was the, <laughs> Clearly it was the king.
2: Really was the king. It
0: hints at the king, yes. And probably hints that that was his favorite food that he made for her, yeah. Um, yeah, I which I don't think she ever made for anybody else. Yeah, um, yeah. But he refuses to tell her who. I wouldn't ordered be surprised if to,
2: her, her favorite food is any food that he she makes. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, everything is a success. Um, but the, it kind of just ends. She goes back to to her restaurant, um, but it kind of just. Ends, it ends on obviously a happy note, she but it has no real resolution. I felt, yeah, like this is my there's a problem. lot of stuff to me yeah. that still yeah. goes on as like, like, like I said, is he the one who made the food for her? They never straight up tell us. Mm-hmm. Um, what is his favorite food? We never found out. Yep. Um, does she pay off the debt? Does she marry him? Does she end yeah. up with him or does she end up with Ginji? Um. What happened
2: in
0: there? season two? Hopefully, there, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, um, we should also mention I forgot to mention that uh, Raiju was the one who um sent the assassin to kill her. Yeah, and there's also a moment at the end there where the Ogre King confronts Raiju mm-hmm. and he essentially threatens him. And Raiju thinks he's more powerful than the Ogre King. But there is something in the Ogre King's eyes that terrifies him as well. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Um, and I wish, again, we knew exactly who the Ogre King was because he doesn't seem like he's everything that he's Yeah. being portrayed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something more backstory-wise to him that we don't know. Um, yeah. And Raiju clearly sees it, and he again runs away and leaves. Um, that's the last we see of Raiju.
3: Yep.
0: Um but yeah. For me, like I said, I loved this show. I loved it because it was a very feel good anime. Um even though it was 25 episodes, 26? 26. Um, and I felt like they retold the story twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um I still felt it was fun. It was a good anime. I loved the characters. Um, I love her sense of accomplishment, I should say. Like, even though she's always down on her luck, the smallest of things brings joy to her. Um, And I I, I wish I could be like that. (laughs) I wish I could find the smallest joy in the smallest things. And unfortunately, I can't. Um,
3: But yeah, I enjoy this anime. Alfonso, mm-hmm.
0: any last words on this anime? I
1: enjoyed it as well. Um, my uh, Despite the problems that she had and my problems with the master, the, the ogre god, I like those two the most because with him, we got a lot of backstories of his team, his staff. But what, whenever they went through something, he was always there to recruit them. Yeah. I, I like that. I I enjoy that. It was with the, the brother and the sister. It was with the, the snow woman. It was with all his staff. They went through something. We he saw their backstory. They went through something. And they're down on their luck. And all of a sudden, he's standing right there and said, come work for me. And he takes it in with no hesitation. A.O., on the other hand, he sees these problems with these characters. And her resolution is food. I'm gonna bring you closer with food. With the brother and the sister, I think it was the the dumplings that the grandfather used to make for them. And she teaches the brother how to make it to give to the sister. And who else? It was someone else. Um, who else she helped? Uh, the same thing with the uh, what's the guy's name? The, the the one with the banjo fan and the and the son. And how but, they, they were strange because of the mother. Lord, I can't remember his name, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. Lord, yeah. With the mother and he, they made a difference. suit was one with the chicken bone and one without, and that was able to give him the liquors, like stuff like that. Like she she <laughs> gets involved with these these characters with the situation, but her solution is like I'm gonna bring closer to food. Those two characters stand out the most to me. And. Overall, like mostly overall, the whole thing is, okay, you have this problem. I'm going to solve it with food. And I, That's I enjoy how
2: it. how I do it in real life.
1: I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it now. Here's my rant. I give this a 10. This has five stars. Oh, wow. Two thumbs up. Um, If we could go around tomatoes, 100%. And you know why? You know why, Gary and Ben? I'm going to tell why? you why. Because there was an episode with tomatoes. There was a whole episode about <laughs> tomatoes. I knew it. Got me, the thing that got me so hyped that there's a tomato so big, and I made it. And it tastes so <laughs> good. So good. So good. Yes. Yeah, and that's another reason why I like it. When it came to the cooking, the animation and how, you know, they highlight certain foods. And, then, you know, some will show, like, all the sparkles and shine to it. It, it yeah, it, it was good. So yeah, highly recommend it.
0: Ten out of ten because of tomatoes. Yes. Already, yes. Ben. Final thoughts. And... I
2: think I pretty much said everything I want to say. Uh, I I personally will give it a nine out of ten, just because. Oh,
0: I thought it was a ten last week.
2: It was, but I've had time to think about it.
0: So, <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, it's a very close to ten, but I would like some more um resolution to some of the stuff, like the Ogre King and. Yeah, yeah. Did they get married and all that lot? So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very close, very close to a ten though. It's the closest any anime's been.
0: Yeah, um, I would also give it a nine personally. Um, mirroring what you said, I wish there was some resolution to some stuff, um, but there wasn't, unfortunately. But like I said, uh, I like this anime mostly because it's such a departure from what we've been watching, whether it's my hyper-violent shit or your <laughs> snuff films, Ben. <laughs>
2: my snuff films? When do I... Smut. Buy...
0: smut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, smut films. What no, <laughs> you say? Smut anime. <laughs> your dirty anime. There, is that better for you? I
2: mean, I, I don't mind smut. It's just I would never call any animes I pick a snuff.
0: My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: um, more your so, stuff. Yeah. yeah, it is my stuff. Um but yeah, no, like I said, I, I felt happy watching this anime. It was calming to watch it. It, it was just a, a feel good anime for me. So I enjoyed it mm-hmm. not that much. Alrighty. That's it. That's that anime. Yep. My turn. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Time it for is.
2: more snuff animes.
0: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You called it, man. Now, I haven't watched this myself, so I'll be watching it for the first time with all of you. It is on Netflix. It is a Netflix original anime, I believe. I am going to recommend High Rise Invasion. That's Uh, right.
1: Unfortunately, Gary, I just finished watching this yesterday,
2: so I'm ahead of you. Well, then you're a slut. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, and he came out recently, so that's good. Yes. Uh, High school student Yuri um, finds herself lost in an abnormal space where countless skyscrapers are connected by suspicious bridges and masked figures mercilessly slaughter their confused and fleeing victims.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So that is my recommendation. Alfonso, who didn't have time to watch a single episode last week of anything, watched two whole animes. Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did.
0: Ah. Mm-hmm. How can I reach you, Alfonso, the spoiler?
1: First off, thank you for Ben <laughs> for not no praying to the sexual god because your recommendation was also good. Um, Yeah, Gary, nice recommendation for the biweekly. It's very good. Um, To all the listeners, to all the followers, continue to watch anime because anime is just great. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7.
0: And Mr. Benjamin.
2: Uh, you can follow me, the guy who's been grinding Dragon Ball Legends this entire time over MG underscore Chili.
3: <laughs> nice. And, and you, you
2: can reach me... Wins. Oh, nice.
0: You can reach me on Twitter. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. That's it.
3: We're done. Thank you for joining me.
0: We'll talk to Goodbye, you guys everyone. in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah. Or in a three weeks, it depends. <laughs> Bye everyone.